Welcome to Starry Alignment, the weekly horoscope podcast for visionary lightworkers. I am your host, Stevie Medina, aligning you with the sacred rhythm between Earth and the living sky. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to this week's horoscope. It is so exciting and sort of mind-blowing that we're about to enter 2020 this week. So right off the bat, I'm wishing you so many blessings and um, chill vibes as you enter this whole new decade, because I know that there can be a certain kind of pressure with entering a new year and especially entering such a you know, monumental shift in the way that we're thinking about time and um, just the, the decade that we're going to be a part of. So yeah, sending you all my blessings and all my love. Um, this week, I plan on interviewing Starbird, the musicians that create the music for this podcast about the track that we're listening to right now over my voice. So Starbirds create music that is tonally attuned to the energy of the sun sign that we are in. So right now, the sun is in Capricorn, and this track that we're listening to is designed to energetically connect us to the vibration of the sun in this sign. So I'm going to be interviewing them this week, and if you want to learn more about how they created this music, what planets are being invoked through the tones that they chose in this chord and in this sound that we're hearing, as well as what chakras are being awakened in this track, then please go to my YouTube channel and be sure to subscribe and turn on that notification bell so that you know when I am um, releasing that interview with them later this week. And special shout out to Starbirds. It's such an honor to work with you, Ash and Matt. You're both quite amazing human beings and I look forward to working with you both more in the year of 2020. I also want to celebrate that my workshop that's happening on New Year's with a new friend, Joshua Dorfman at Heel House. This workshop that we're hosting completely sold out last Friday, and we also landed a sponsorship and partnership with Greedy Vegan, which is an awesome um, all-woman-owned vegan restaurant in Brooklyn. So for those of you that did sign up for this event, thanks for joining us. I'm so looking forward to celebrating the New Year's with you. And if you are not in the New York City area or you just had other plans or what have you, I hope that you have a wonderful New Year's and um, stay tuned for more events that I plan to be doing in the New York area or maybe even other parts of the world. And before we dive completely into the horoscope, I wanted to let you know, um, some of you might have caught on to this in my podcast or through my emails or Instagram, but this week is the last week to use the code 2020 to save 30% off on any reading with me. So this code is going to expire this Sunday, so be sure to use it if you've been wanting a reading and you want to get it at the lowest price available right now. So without further ado, let's jump into the horoscope. And um, if you would like to see visuals of the horoscope itself, please join me on YouTube because that's where I share 
um, me talking live as well as visuals of the charts as we move through them throughout the week. So if you're joining me on YouTube, thank you. Be sure to subscribe and like this video and leave a comment below on how it resonated with you. And if you're watching anywhere else on iTunes or any other platform, thanks for joining me in those spaces as well. And leave a review to also let me know how this content is resonating with you. And wherever you listen, be sure to share on social media to help spread this message. This horoscope is for Monday, December 30th of 2019 through to Sunday, January 5th of 2020. On Monday, the moon will be in its waxing crescent phase in the sign of Aquarius until about 10.45 a.m. Eastern Time. So to start off the day, the moon will actually be void, of course, after it perfectly squares Mars, who's at home in Scorpio. So the moon in Aquarius is a very intellectual, um, innovative, and futuristic sign. It is one that is very observant and emotionally unattached. It is the yang expression of Saturn, so it is very focused on getting things done in a way that is productive and thinking things through since it, this is the fixed air sign. In the waxing crescent phase, which is the yin phase, it is a time for planning and considering what we need in order to make our new moon intentions come to life. So right at the start of the day at five or at around 5.30 a.m. Eastern time, this Aquarius moon will square Mars at home in Scorpio. And so this might have our day starting off feeling determined to get things done in the morning or it might have been Sunday night that things were you know you might have been working on things late into the night um, or just to start the day on Monday you might be really working on things that require a lot of stamina and focus uh, after this perfect square from the moon to Mars on Monday morning at around 5 a.m. Eastern time the moon will be void of course until it changes into the sign of Pisces at around a quarter to 11 in the morning Eastern time. So when the moon is void between 5.30 and about 10.30 a.m., which is like a five hour period on Monday morning, um, there may be this, this desire to sleep in or to heal um, without much interruption because during these void of course periods, we are able to navigate time in a way that is very much on our own. When the moon is void, it is not applying in an aspect to any other planet in the sky. So there's less energy to be more social with people. It's more of an energy of um, handling things on our own or of resting. Another big thing that happens on Monday is that right in the morning at 5 a.m., the sun will perfectly conjunct the south node in Capricorn. So we have the sun in Capricorn and as well as um, we have Mercury, Jupiter, the south node Saturn and Pluto. So on Monday morning at 5 a.m., the sun is going to perfectly align in that south node conjunction. And the south node represents the past. It represents karma 
and things that we've done that we are learning from and needing to also let go of so that we can focus more on the future. So there may have been things that you've been thinking about, um, maybe some ideas that have you've been mulling over for quite some time that the south node connection will help to dissolve, help to release, and help you to let go of. These might be connected to certain traumas or fears or insecurities um, and letting them go so that you can really master your creativity and let things that are weighing you down sort of fall to the wayside. So this is an energy that can really help us to remember our purity and that our intention is what steers us forward in the right path. So honesty can really allow for healing if you've been needing to kind of clear the path for um, guilt or shame to be released and to embrace your brilliance in some new way. Once the moon comes into the sign of Pisces at around 10.45 a.m. Eastern time, you might notice that you're more inspired or creative and wanting to be artistic in some way since this is a very um, genuine expression of the moon in Pisces. Um, this moon sign can also make us very receptive and intuitive and relaxed, especially since we have the moon building towards a conjunction to Neptune. Um, as the day progresses, the moon is going to sextile Mercury and Uranus at around 4 p.m. Eastern time. Mercury in Capricorn is going to perfectly sextile Uranus and Taurus at around 5.30 p.m. Eastern time on Monday. So between the moon sextiling both Uranus and Mercury and Mercury perfectly trining Uranus. This is going to help us to really innovate the way that we are thinking about time, we are thinking about our resources, since there is this energy and this emphasis in Earth signs where Mercury is and Uranus is. The moon in Pisces will help us be very intuitive about how to solve problems, and the sextile from the moon to Mercury will help ease our thinking and help us to think outside of the box. We may be changing up the way that we do things traditionally and the way we think about structure. There may be clarity in navigating timelines and stories and potential within our own mind. Since Mercury is also building in a conjunction to Jupiter and the moon is also ruled by Jupiter, there is this energy of having an expansive outlook of the future through our intuition, our psychic awareness, and our conscious planning since the moon is in this waxing crescent phase, a stage of planning. And we may need to allow ourselves to dream and to go inward to understand some of the more abstract lessons that the universe is trying to deliver due to the moon's presence in the sign of Pisces. The moon will also perfectly try the north node overnight and the north node is in Cancer. So there may be this clarity around how you can really take care of yourself or establish a deeper awareness of emotional healing through trust or through surrendering as we move into the evening on Monday. On Tuesday, the last day of the year of 2019, the moon in Pisces will perfectly sextile the sun in Capricorn at 5.30 a.m. Eastern Time. 
This is a very beautiful way to start the day because the moon sextiling the sun can help us to feel harmony within our relationships, within our projects, within our own path. And it can help us to realize that our vulnerability is what often catalyzes us into new levels of mastery and fulfillment. The moon in Pisces will likely make us feel more sensitive than usual. And this sextile to the sun in Capricorn will remind us to faithfully create what we are feeling most ambitious about. So this is a matter of trusting in the intu intuitive guidance that is coming to us, especially since the moon is going to be building in a conjunction to Neptune and Pisces, which will perfect at 7.15 p.m. Eastern time on Tuesday night. So this will make this New Year's Eve one that is quite relaxing, restful and peaceful if you're willing to take yourself there. This is a very beautiful evening to be doing journey work or meditation and allowing yourself to really think about the dreams that you see possible for you in 2020. This energy can also make it very easy for us to want to escape reality since Neptune is the planet of escapism and going into that dream realm. So be mindful of this. Be mindful of wanting to use substances if you choose to use substances, not going overboard with that and remaining responsible with your journey through these realms. Overnight, the moon is going to perfectly sextile Saturn and Pluto in Capricorn. And from this, you may be really drawn to staying up late. The moon sextiling Saturn helps to give us stamina and with the sextile to Pluto, it can also be very emotionally insightful. So you may feel the pressure starting to come off as we move into the later hours of Tuesday night. You may be feeling motivated to really draw out what's possible for you in 2020 or to celebrate all that you've conquered, all that you've built, all the discipline and hard work that you've put in and feeling really excited about how that is possible for you as you move into this next year. On Wednesday, January 1st of 2020, the moon will be in its waxing crescent phase, still in the sign of Pisces. And at 5.45 a.m. Eastern time, it will perfectly sextile Saturn. And at around 7.30 a.m. Eastern time, it will perfectly sextile Pluto and Capricorn. So right at the start of the day, we may be really drawn to starting up some new routines, becoming disciplined in some way and being strategic with our time with this sextile to both Saturn and Pluto and Capricorn from the moon. You might start to feel some intense emotions that reveal some truth within you on Wednesday morning and this will definitely be an intense day just overall. Number one because the first day of a whole new decade but also this this alignment of our responsibility and of the transformation that we feel is possible within us in our own our own physical bodies, our own values and the relationships that we're engaging in. The moon in Pisces will make it a good day to recover if you stayed up really late on Tuesday night or to take things slowly as you ease into the new year. 
as we move into the rest of the day, the building energy that we're going to feel is the moon in a trine to Mars in Scorpio. And Mars is at 20, 28 degrees of Scorpio by the time we reach Wednesday. So it is coming to the final days of Mars in its home sign. And so this energy of the moon trining Mars is very motivating and it will really start to pick up our speed as we come into the later hours of Wednesday. This trine from the moon to Mars will perfect at around 9.15 p.m. Eastern time and it will give us the courage to really try new things and to be creative with decisions that need to be made quickly. It's a great energy for working out or exerting energy physically. It's also really wonderful for um, anything that requires that kundalini rising or sexual expression since Mars does rule our sex drive. After 9.15 p.m., the moon will be void, of course, until 11 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time when the moon moves into the sign of Aries. So between 9 and 11 p.m. Eastern Time on Wednesday night, you may start to notice things sort of slowing down. It might be a period where you allow yourself to catch some, some breath and um, rest. It might be that window where you choose to actually go to bed and rest well. But if you're a night owl like me, you might end up staying up a little bit later and feeling that shift of the moon shifting into the sign of Aries at around 11 p.m. Eastern time. And of course, wherever you are in your time zone, um, you might notice this as well. If you're in California and you're three hours behind or somewhere on the other side of the world, the shift between the moon and Pisces and the moon and Aries will be very palpable since we also have um, Chiron and Aries um, at the very first degree. So when the moon shifts into Aries, we'll start to feel a new spark of motivation and enthusiasm to get things moving. And it can lead us into feeling a night of restlessness, or if it's not nighttime for you, you might be really um, jazzed to get things moving. This conjunction with the moon and Chiron will help us recognize how we can give ourselves credit for how far that we've come. It will help us to see the beauty in our journey, in our wounds, in our sensitivities. And through this conjunction, we can commit in a way to honoring our goals and working at them at a reasonable pace so that we are being mindful of our sensitivities. We are being mindful of our wounds and um, where we know that we need to grow. But at the same time, we're able to really move forward and to feel confident with the things that we're trying to achieve within realistic means. Mercury is also going to be very closely conjunct Jupiter around this time on Wednesday by just a degree. And this energy of Mercury fusing with Jupiter is going to really help us to think about things in an expansive kind of way. Both of these planets are also in the sign of Capricorn. So the way that we're thinking, the way that we're relating, the th information that we're acquiring through our teachers or through our students or through you know, the information that we are just connected to, there is this energy of knowing that more is possible. There is abundance. There's this everlasting journey of learning. And in this learning process, we can become very strategic about it and um, admiring the process of like those 
lessons that we're learning that are kind of compounding on each other one by one. So Mercury is the planet of thinking and communication, whereas Jupiter is the planet of abundance, opportunity, exploration, truth, and wisdom. And the fusion of these two planets together in Capricorn, I think is gonna help us really become more conscious of the long-term game that we are playing. Capricorn is very cautious. It is very goal-oriented. It is also disciplined and efficient. So I would pay attention to the thoughts that are coming through as Mercury comes closest to this benefic planet. And this might give you more insight to how you can streamline things and also help you to see the value in becoming more formal in your approach to things. Hopefully this alignment will give you faith in seeing the bigger picture and what's to come. Mercury meeting Jupiter will have our minds probably being very active on Wednesday night in combination with the moon moving into the sign of Aries. So, um, you know, be mindful of that. If you do need to get a good night's rest, it might be a good night to get some exercise in or take some supplements to support you in getting rest. On Thursday, the moon will be in its waxing crescent phase in the sign of Aries. And as the day moves on, at around 1.30 p.m., the moon will perfectly square that conjunction of Mercury and Jupiter in Capricorn. So just before the moon perfectly squares Mercury and Jupiter, they will perfectly align these two planets, Mercury and Jupiter, at around 11.45 a.m. Eastern Time. So Thursday, we're going to have Mercury and Jupiter literally touching one another um, in the same degrees while the moon is also perfectly squaring these planets. So again, this fusion of Mercury and Jupiter will bring about some expansive ideas around how we can be creating more structure. It's really supportive for business development and really seeing that bigger picture. And there, it might be a day where you have a lot of positive and supportive interactions with people or even information that's really supporting your cause. Um, solutions to problems may arise from this conjunction or a new way of thinking about things. Messages from teachers may come through or students that have the potential to be very potent. I would also say that there are some karmic rewards that might be coming through with this alignment. So see what's aligning for you, see what's coming up, whether it's in your mind's eye or within the communications that are happening one-to-one -one with people within your environment. There might be some blessings or some good news that is coming your way. This square from the moon to Mercury and Jupiter, however, may add even more steam to the communications that are wanting to come through on Thursday. So you may be eager to communicate with others in a way that might actually be a little bit grandiose or over the top. So be mindful of your words, your thoughts, and your actions. Be sure not to overdo things or to overextend yourself and to really take your time when communicating. This is a really powerful day to use meditation as a tool for slowing down if you need. Important messages may be given or received, so be gentle with your delivery and have patience with your interactions with others. The moon in Aries by itself can make us quite um, 
impatient and eager to just get things done and um, kind of just run at the seat of our pants, especially since the moon is also ruled by Mars and Mars is at the 29th degree. I think this is, this indeed is the last day of Mars in um, Scorpio. So we're going to be feeling this drive to be ambitious on Thursday. And this whole week, there may be things that you're feeling really jazzed about. And um, this last decan of Scorpio is ruled by Venus. So with Mars moving through this last decan, there may be a focus on relationships and innovating the way in which you navigate relationships. With Venus in Aquarius right now, also in mutual reception with Uranus and Taurus, there may be a changing of the way that you are navigating relationships, that you're thinking about your values, and you really will want to make the most of this trailblazing energy as Mars will move into the sign of Sagittarius on um, late Thursday night. At around 11.45 p.m. Eastern Time on Thursday night, the moon will perfectly square the sun and square the nodes of the moon, creating a T-square between the north node in Cancer, the south node in Capricorn, the sun in Capricorn, and the moon in Aries. So on Thursday night, this is another night where you may be feeling very energetic. The square from the moon to the sun can it's, it's actually the activation of the yang phase of the moon. So there are four yang phases and during these yang phases of the moon, it is when we are doing things. The yang phases are the new moon, the first quarter, the full moon, and the last quarter. So during this first quarter phase, it is about taking action on our intentions um, that came through with the new moon and the plan that we've been cultivating through this waxing crescent phase throughout the whole week with the moon moving through that, that yin phase. So pay attention to what you're really fired up to do once we get into this last quarter, or this, excuse me, this first quarter phase. Um, you may benefit from working on Thursday night when you feel the square from the moon to the sun coming into life or just, you know, write in your journal and get some rest and know that Friday there will be even more fire behind your, your energy from this first quarter phase that we are coming into in the sign of Aries. On Friday, the Aries moon will perfectly sextile Venus in Aquarius at around 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. So this is a really lovely start to the morning where we'll likely feel good about our bodies and our relationships to others. A sextile is very harmonious and is actually ruled by the energy of Venus. So the moon sextiling Venus, it often helps us to relate really beautifully with others and increase the level of intimacy that we're feeling. So with the moon in Aries, you may be feeling inspired to go out and try something new also venus in aquarius is very interested in doing things in an innovative way so you may be connecting with people in a way that is sort of inspiring and um, innovative in some way so 
look out for that on the, in the morning on Friday. And as we move into the rest of the day, the moon will begin to square Saturn and Pluto and Capricorn. The square to Saturn will perfect at around 7 p.m. and the square to Pluto will perfect at around 8 p.m. So as we move into the day on Friday, you may be taking things very seriously. Work may start to become a priority as we come into the afternoon. And you might be feeling some blocks that you're needing to work through since squares can create an energy of needing to make decisions and Saturn can create restrictions and Pluto almost requires that we transform things in some way. So this is our invitation to discover some truth beneath any bitterness that may be coming up if we're experiencing any blocks. Right at the beginning of the day on Friday, Mars will also move into the sign of Sagittarius at 4.30 a.m. Eastern Time. So with Mars in the sign, we may be drawn towards adventure and experiences that allow us to feel a bit more free-spirited. The ruler of Sagittarius is Jupiter, and Jupiter is in the sign of Capricorn. So whatever it is that we're working toward in terms of adventure might be um, also connected to the idea of having more time freedom through hard work, through discipline. So you might start to notice that you are enthusiastic about getting your systems in order and um, really allowing yourself to expand in the way that you are expressing yourself and um, doing it in a way that is very fiery and uh, social as well. You might find that you become more generous as Mars moves through the sign with your resources and with your time. And you may be willing to give in a way that is more open and connected to your bottom line. So it's a really good energy for collaborating in a business way if that's something that you can find applicable in your life. Mercury will also be conjunct the south node on Friday in the morning and it will be coming off of this conjunction as we move through the day. So Mercury conjunct the south node can make us aware of past decisions that are really coming to light in our projects and in our relationships. There may be faded conversations that reveal more information about what's possible for you in the future through this connection of Mercury in the south node. Certain projects may be coming to a close and ideas may be dying down to even create space for something new that is born out of its shadow. After the moon perfectly squares Pluto in Capricorn on Friday night at around 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, it will go void of course until 11.15 a.m. Saturday morning. So Friday night, it may be a really good night to keep things simple. When the moon is void, it tends to void or null transactions. So if you need to be collaborating with other people or traveling, you might want to be patient or just wait to do that on a different day. It's a good night to do things that you can rely on yourself to do and even get rest if that's something that would you know, align with your schedule and with your um, projects. So spend the night with people that support you and the new initiatives that you're focused on working on in 2020 or take that time to be with yourself and to rest if that's something that would be supportive for you. 
On Saturday, the moon will be void, of course, until 11.15 a.m. Eastern Time when it moves into the sign of Taurus. So from early morning until 11.15, you might want to follow the same thread on Friday night of getting that extra rest or doing things that require little collaboration with others and is more about you taking care of you. Once the moon moves into the sign of Taurus at around 11.15 a.m. Eastern Time, this is the sign of the moon's exaltation. So this is a really um, supportive energy for us to get into new routines or rhythms and to help us find a sense of groundedness through nourishment, through indulgence, through beauty in some way. And you'll see on my screen here that the moon is going to conjunct Uranus at around 4.30 p.m. Eastern time. And so all day on Saturday, you might be noticing that the things that are happening in your schedule are somewhat different than usual. Your, your routine, although maybe feeling grounded in some way, may be different than usual. So welcome spontaneity, welcome innovative ideas that might be coming to you with the moon conjunct the planet of innovation and revolutionary change. As we move into the evening on Saturday, the moon will perfectly trine Jupiter and Capricorn overnight. So this is a great night to really reward yourself and to let yourself have fun. The moon trining Jupiter craves adventure, play, and even more indulgence. So take care of yourself and others. The moon is also going to be sextiling the North Node in Cancer overnight. So there may be a newfound sense of faith and optimism between the sextile to the North Node and this trying to Jupiter. So again, adventure, getting things down in terms of your plan and getting things done in a material sense might feel very enjoyable, very satisfying with this energy coming through. The sun is also going to be building in a sextile to Neptune and Mercury is going to be coming closer and closer to the sun as well. So from this energy of Mercury and the sun fusing and them also in a sextile to Neptune, your dreams might be coming intense as we come into the weekend. You may be feeling increasingly intuitive and confident in what is possible. Sunday, we will have the moon in Taurus coming off of its trine to Jupiter in Capricorn. And as we move into the morning, the moon will also trine Mercury in Capricorn at around 10, 20 a.m. Eastern time. So on Sunday, you may be noticing this ability to really think and communicate with efficiency. It's a great morning to get organized and to refine your plan or to execute on it. As we move into the day, the moon will also perfectly trine the sun in Capricorn at around 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And this is a very harmonious alignment that tends to bring us hope. It will help align us to our commitments and our potential within them. 
If you need to ask for help for anything, this alignment of the sun and the moon in a trine is a really fruitful window for asking for that help and for trusting that this help will come in your knowing that you are worthy of it. As we come into the evening, the moon will sextile Neptune in Pisces and this alignment of Mercury and the sun coming together, sextiling Neptune will also become more and more intense. So Sunday night is a really good night to spend some time dreaming or exploring the world from a spiritual perspective. This is a very soothing energy where relaxation will come naturally and it's a great evening to spend making art, being with loved ones, or cooking a meal that will support you and feeling really grounded since the moon will be in the sign of Taurus, but there will be this connection to Neptune and Pisces and wanting to float off and dream in some way. My loves, we have made it. It is the first week of 2020 and all of us are probably in some way, shape or form gearing up for how we can be more productive, more sustainable, more at peace in the year of 2020. And if there is any way that I can support you, I know that helping you to navigate your chart is just a no brainer. There are so many ways of understanding who we are through the lens of astrology, but also who we are becoming by looking at the transits. So if you are someone that is feeling ultra inspired by the energy of 2020 and you have big goals to hit, then I want to help you hit those. And I want to help you to see where there are major turning points in your life and focuses of energy for you this year, certain themes that are going to be pronounced in your experience and ways that you can really double down on your potential for success. So if you're interested in knowing how to use astrology and the patterns that the planets give us for mapping your own success, then I invite you to use the code 2020 at checkout right now at staryalignment.com readings. Astrology is one of the most powerful tools for seeing into the future and what is really possible for us, where the universe is calling us to focus our attention and how we can leverage that to lead happier, healthier lives. So if you know that knowing more about your chart would be helpful, then take advantage of this week-long special that is expiring this Sunday, January 5th by going to staryalignment.com slash readings. It's time for the rune of the week. Runes are an alphabetic script derived from Germanic and Norse culture. They are symbols that contain deep meaning and have been used as an oracle for thousands of years. My mother passed this tradition of reading runes to me, and I am so honored to share it with you now. The rune of the week is the blank rune, and this rune is a symbol of the unknown and the mystery that life truly is. 
And what a beautiful room to get in the first week of 2020 because this is really uh, giving us more insight into how it's okay to not know what it is that 2020 is really going to look like for all of us in such a specific way. But instead, we can just trust our intuition and feel where the divine is guiding us between Mercury in a trying to Uranus and the Sun and Jupiter and Mercury in a sextile to Neptune, there is so much potential for us to be innovating and to be using our dream visions that are coming through to help us really pave a new path for us in this next decade. So I invite you to just trust your intuition and to do what feels right in your mind and body for everything to unfold in a way that feels divine to you. Thank you for listening to this week's horoscope. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, leave a rating, comment below, share on social media. All of these ways of engaging truly help to build this platform and to give me feedback about the experience that you're having as a listener. And if you are interested in working one-on-one with me, I invite you to use the code 2020 at checkout at staryalignment.com slash readings so that we can connect and you can see what's happening for you in the year to come. May you live in alignment now and always.